everyone, and welcome to the Bold and Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I've titled this week's episode, Deadly Consequences. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I wanted to give you an update on my brother. He is finally rescheduled for his surgery this Tuesday. So, please make sure you send all of your positive vibes my way Tuesday because I'm sure I will be nervous. I also want to give a shout out to Chelsea. Thank you so much for being my co-host last week. It was a blast. And I have a special message from Ken. It's Kenny. Just want to give you a shout out that everyone's doing great. I've been busy with school, but I've been watching our show as always. I have it on DVR or I watch it live. And I just want to give you a shout out about Friday's episode. Wow, what a cliffhanger. What Thomas did then Emma, she didn't deserve that. I mean, oh my goodness. Anyway, did you notice the text she sent to somebody? I don't know to who. We'll find out, right? Anyway, I'm just ready for the storyline to be over with. And I'm just ready for the Who's the Daddy Kelly style, you know. I hope you're doing great. You're your family as well. All right, I will talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for the message, Ken. I could not agree more. Emma certainly does not deserve what happened to her this week. We will get into that soon enough. Let's get into the news. In an interview with Soap Opera Digest, Bradley Bell, who is the executive producer and head writer, this is a quote, Rarely do I ever have things planned out this far, but this story, yes. From the very beginning, I wrote down and mapped out the story arc. This is one where the details have been worked out far in advance. He is well aware that the fans are upset and feel bad for Hope. But this is the part of the story where they're supposed to be upset. And hopefully it's a good upset. I've talked to people and they're frustrated. They want to know when Hope will know that baby Beth is alive. The day will come and it's not too far off. So they should definitely not miss an episode this summer. Because it's going to be hot and peak during the summer. Next, he talks about Xander and Zoe. Xander is always tortured by the secret. And Zoe has divided loyalties between a young man that she's loved and putting her father in jail. And keeping herself out of jail. I think that deep down they are good people who are caught in something that's just bigger than anything they've ever been involved in before and they're struggling to cope with it. He also reveals that Hope and Thomas aren't a couple to root for though there are some fans who are. Our heroine is in the clutches of our villain and as much as we may think Douglas needs a mother which he does and Thomas needs someone to love There is no rooting interest in them. But I think it makes for compelling drama. This storyline has also breathed new life into the ongoing triangle between Liam, Hope, and Steffi. 
Belle feels that Liam loves both women and his children with both. There are Hope and Liam fans and Steffi and Liam fans. When this secret comes out, both ladies will go through their own personal tragedy and triumph. The storyline has brought fresh faces to the show, including Katrina Bowen, Florence, and Denise Richards, Shauna. Belle praises both their work. Katrina just blows me away one day after the next. And then Denise, to have Denise Richards come in and have such an incredibly heartfelt, fresh, and unique delivery. She's a great actress and a great addition to the show. I'm hoping they're all going to stick around for a long time to come. So that is from the head guy himself. So apparently we are going to have Denise Richards and Katrina Bowen for a while, which is great news. They are both fabulous actresses, so I'm happy to hear that. That is all the news I have for this week. So enough with the chit chat, let's get to the recap. So that brings us into Monday, June the 17th. The show opens at Steffi's house with Steffi and Liam. Basically, Steffi and Liam are just chit-chatting and Bill and Katie stop by to see the girls, but mostly because they want to clear the air and bury the hatchet. Bill apologizes for everything that he's done to mess up their family and he wants to put the family back together again and he also wants Steffi and Liam to let him and Katie be a part of their lives again. Liam clearly feels uncomfortable being in the same room with Steffi and Bill so he gets up and he goes to the kitchen. Katie follows him and then they have a discussion. Liam is just feeling all of these things, which is totally understandable. He feels a little bit guilty for being so comfortable at Steffi's. He misses Hope. He feels uncomfortable with Steffi and Bill in the same room together. She just has all these emotions going on. And Katie explains that he is doing exactly what Hope wants him to do. He's spending time with his girls. And sometimes things cannot be fixed. So maybe later on at some point they could fix it. But right now he's doing exactly what Hope needs him to do. Now we head over to the cabin with Hope and Brooke. And I'm like, finally. Because Brooke needs to help Hope. She does. So basically Hope tells Brooke. That she's upset because the picture that Liam sent her of Phoebe is gone. She can't find it anywhere on her phone. And they kind of just brush it off to, well, maybe she accidentally deleted it and didn't realize. Or maybe she deleted it and forgot or whatever. So they kind of just brush that off. Which makes me like, really? Then what's the point of putting it in? So, Brooke wants Hope to be really cautious around Thomas. She's giving her as much of a warning as she can. But, Hope thinks Thomas is harmless. And I'm like, are you effing kidding me? 
So Brooke tells her she saw Hope in Thomas's arms last night. And I'm like, okay, so this is coming back up now. And Brooke makes a really good point and she tells her, any man that's happy to be there for you in your bad moments more than likely will reward you with more of them. And I'm like, yes, would you just please listen? Like, your mom has been around the block. Like, please listen. So, Hope is like, oh, no, Mom, no. He's harmless. And um, Douglas, it's just adorable. He writes me all these notes and brings me flowers. And <laughs> Brooke is like, Brooke, is, Brooke says what everyone wants to say or what everyone's thinking. She's like, okay, um, hello. Those are not impulses of a child. So please be guarded. He hasn't always been the most stable member of the family. I know you don't remember everything, but you need to you need to hear me. You need to listen. Then Brooke tells Hope to stop playing naive. Douglas is innocent, but Thomas is not. And I'm like, yes, finally Brooke is seeing it. She's seeing the crazy. Now we head over to Forrester Creations and we're in the showroom with Zoe and Xander. And they're kissing and then they start talking about Hope and Thomas. And and how Thomas's threat is frightening, <laughs> to say the least. And Xander tells Zoe something has to be done for Hope and Beth's sake. And then Emma walks into the showroom and she asks them if they're okay because they're acting weird. Zoe, of course, freaks out because you know how she is. And Emma assures them that she did not hear anything they said. She just heard voices and she came out to see who it was because she thought she recognized their voices, basically. And that's a relief to Zoe. Back over at Steffi's house, Liam finally tells Bill... Thank you for coming over. And basically he says that he forgives him and that he loves him. And Bill's so happy. And Bill says that he also loves Liam. And they hug. And it was a sweet father-son moment. Liam finally forgave Bill. Which, come on. We all knew he would. It's Liam. You know, you know... That he's going to forgive Bill eventually. Now we head over to Brooke's house with Ridge and Thomas. Thomas tells Ridge that he will be with Hope. And I'm like, oh god, here we go again. Basically, Thomas wants to know if he has Ridge's support in going after Hope, basically. Thomas wants a better life for everyone. Especially Steffi. And I'm like, whatever, dude, whatever. So Thomas says that hope is his destiny. And Ridge basically says, yeah, you have my support. And sometimes you have to reach out and grab your destiny, basically. So Ridge leaves the living room and crazy Thomas starts daydreaming about proposing to hope. And her saying yes. And then he starts talking to himself and he says, it won't be long now, Hope. 
All right, crazy pants. And that's how Monday ends. So that brings us in to Tuesday, the 18th. The show opens at Forrester. And Thomas calls Seffy to inform her not to worry because he's going to be with Hope and raise Douglas. And she is going to get to be with Liam. It was a weird phone call. Okay. So then Thomas calls Hope and she tell, he tells her that she needs to get to the office right away. It's really important. Now we head over to Eric's with Flo and Wyatt. Wyatt informs Flo that they are going to Steffi's house to hang out at the beach. And Flo is not happy about it. So Wyatt goes on and on and on and on trying to talk her into going. It'll be good for her, etc. Finally, he talks her into going and she agrees. This next part, when I saw this, I immediately thought about Chelsea because... This is exactly what she was talking about last week. Brooke needs to watch what she says about Ridge's son to him. So we're headed over to Brooks with Brooke and Ridge. And basically they have like a cute little moment. You know these two. They're like making out on the couch. And Ridge is telling Brooke that he's really proud of Thomas because he's been stepping up. And he's ready for more leadership responsibilities. And then Brooke tells Ridge that she's concerned that Thomas's sudden feelings and attachments for Hope are really unhealthy. And Ridge, of course, thinks she's overreacting and being silly. No, Brooke, you could not be more correct. Now we head over to Steffi's house with Steffi and Liam Basically, Steffi finds out that Liam invited Wyatt and Flo over to hang out. And she's not too happy about it. Or she doesn't look too happy. And she tells Liam that she's not mad. But she's just really surprised. Because she hadn't seen Flo since the adoption. And she's very nervous to see Flo. So, Flo and Wyatt arrive. And they're chit-chatting. And Liam brings... Phoebe out and Flo starts crying. Now we head over to Forster Creations with Hope and Thomas. So Hope arrives at Forster and Thomas has a special design that he designed just for her. So she tries it on and it's a floor length white and silver gown. It's really pretty and shiny and Hope loves it. Thomas wants to help her move forward because he's so dedicated to her and her line. Thomas then tells Hope that he's completely crazy about her and he basically will do whatever it takes to win her over. And then for the fourth time, he kisses her. And this time, she's uncomfortable. It's the fourth or fifth time. But this time she is uncomfortable, but she doesn't immediately pull away. But you can obviously tell that she's not enjoying it. And again, Hope tells him that she's not ready to give her some space because she's not ready. And she doesn't know when or if she will ever be ready. I'm like, dude, can you not take the hint? She does not want you kissing her. 
She doesn't want to be with you right now. She appreciates his support, but she feels like something's bothering him and she wants to know what it is. And that's how Tuesday ends. Honestly, nothing really happened at all on Tuesday. It was just kind of a like, whatever, like a throwaway day. So that brings us into Wednesday, the 19th. The show opens at Forrester with Hope and Thomas. Hope clearly thinks that she's sensing something is wrong with Thomas. And she wants to know what it is. Before he can really answer, Xander and Zoe interrupt and they come into the office. Then Xander makes Thomas and Zoe really uncomfortable because he starts asking Hope some kind of strange questions. He asks her if everything's okay and she's like, yeah, why wouldn't it be? And then he asked her if she's seen Phoebe lately and now Thomas and Zoe are like freaking out. So... Thomas, of course, interrupts and kind of, you know, changes the subject somewhat. And Hope leaves because she goes to change clothes. Because she had tried on that beautiful gown and now she's going to change her clothes. So when she leaves, Thomas informs Xander if he keeps fighting him on this, he will regret it. And Xander was like, dude... Stop with the threats, okay? Enough. And Xander tries to argue with Thomas, but stupid Zoe keeps interrupting him and won't let him get out what he's trying to say. It was very, very frustrating. Now we head over to Steffi's with Wyatt, Flo, Steffi, and Liam. Flo is crying, and everyone assumes it's because of the adoption. Of course, Steffi hugs her and goes on and on and on and on about how thankful they are to her for Phoebe and how crazy it is that Flo is a Logan and they chit chat, blah, blah, blah. And so a little time goes by and the girls once again are put down for a nap. So they decide to do the picnic a a different day. And they all say their goodbyes and Wyatt and Flo leave. Steffi and Liam are happy with the way things went with Flo. Even though Steffi was nervous, she's glad everything went great. Again, Steffi goes on and on about how great it is to have Liam there. We've heard this 50,000 times. But Liam is still thinking about Hope and he's worried about Thomas. And he really wishes Hope wouldn't trust Thomas. I agree, Liam. We all agree on that. Flo and Wyatt arrive at Eric's. And Flo does not want to talk about Phoebe at all. When they could be doing other things. So Flo and Wyatt have sex again. And then they have pillow talk. Nothing interesting, so I'm not going to bother to write it down. It was the same old, you know what, SOS, and I'm not going to even get into it because it's not important. Back over at Forrester Creations with Hope and Thomas. Hope is trying once again to explain that she's not ready. She's trying to get it through Thomas's head that she is not ready. But Thomas will not take no for an answer. And once again... Thomas kisses Hope for the fifth time. 
This time she pulls away and she just looks at him with this look like, wow, he's not, you're not listening to me. And then Thomas goes on and on and on about how he's the best thing for her. Yeah, right. Okay, psycho. Okay. Now we head back to Forrester downstairs in the showroom with Emma. So basically Emma is texting with Tiffany and we find out that she has to work on cataloging the dresses. Tiffany wants her to go eat with her, but she says maybe after work. So then Zoe and Xander come into the showroom and they don't know that Emma is there. She's eavesdropping, of course, on their conversation because who wouldn't? And they start discussing Beth and how this lie is just too much. If Hope and Liam knew the truth, it would change everything. And Xander tells Zoe, we shouldn't have to tell them. Your father should have to. Because he's the one who stole their baby and sold her. And then Emma comes out and she is livid. She's freaking out. She wants to know what's going on and if it's true. And Xander admits that it's true. Beth is alive. And that's how Wednesday ends. So that brings us in to Thursday the 20th. The show opens at Forrester in the showroom with Xander, Zoe, and Emma. Emma is shocked and appalled at this bombshell. She's freaking out. Zoe tries to backpedal and say, You know what? You didn't hear what you think you heard. That's not what we're talking about. You don't understand. And Xander tells her, It's over. Zoe, it's over. Emma's already heard everything. Emma is having a meltdown. She's totally freaking out, especially when she finds out Phoebe is Beth. And I loved it because Emma lets them have it. She says everything that we've been wanting to say. She tells Zoe, who the frig cares about your dad? He deserves to pay for what he's done. Why haven't you told Hope? What's wrong with you two? Hope has to know the truth and I'm telling her right now. And then she leaves. And I'm like, yes, you go, Emma. Now we head over to Steffi's house with Steffi and Liam. Steffi and Liam are discussing Thomas. Now, this is tricky because Thomas is... Steffi's brother so Liam is trying to tread lightly but he still wants Steffi to know that he does not trust Thomas and that it's BS that he's using Douglas to manipulate Hope. Of course Steffi takes up for her brother and she says I think he really cares about Hope and then the baby starts crying so Steffi leaves to go into the nursery and Hope stops by. Basically, Liam's really happy to see her because he misses her. And 
Hope wanted to stop by to see the happy family. And I'm like, come on. Do we have to do this again? How many scenes have we set through where Hope is holding her own child? Like, it's just enough. Enough with the torture. Come on, man. Enough with the torture. So, basically, Steffi comes out. She gives the baby, Phoebe, to Hope. And Liam wants to make sure Hope is okay. Because he's worried about her. And he warns her that she should not trust Thomas. Then she tells him she's just trying to get through one day at a time. But she knows in her heart... They would still be together if Beth was alive. Now we head back over to Forrester with Brooke and Thomas. And Thomas is trying to convince Brooke that he's what's best for Hope. And he tells Brooke that he's all in with Hope personally and her line. He's completely in. He only wants to help her. Brooke makes it very clear, and I'm so glad that she at least tried, but as you know, Thomas never hears anything. She makes it clear to him that he needs to let Hope heal, because she needs time, and to please give her space. She still loves Liam, and he should focus on Douglas, not Hope. Douglas and Hope's relationship is one thing, but Hope is not ready to jump back into another relationship because that would not be healthy for her. Of course, Thomas hears none of this. He continues to tell Brooke that Hope's his future and he will do anything to make that happen. So Brooke leaves because clearly she's getting nowhere. And Thomas starts daydreaming about being with Hope. Then Zoe calls Thomas and tells him that Emma knows. And she's on her way to tell Hope now. And of course Thomas freaks out. At this point I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no, poor Emma. So now we see Emma upstairs and she's looking in the office the side office to see if Hope is there. She runs into Pam at Pam's desk and she wants to know where Hope is. So basically, Pam tells her Hope's gone already. Blah, blah, blah. So Thomas, of course, walks out of the office and catches Emma. And he brings her into the executive office. And he tells her she needs to stay out of this and keep quiet. And Emma is horrified that Thomas is in on this lie. She tells him this is ridiculous and Hope has to know the truth. And so does Steffi. Thomas, of course, wants her to stop and think about what she's doing. And he tries to justify his actions. But Emma tells him real quick. I don't need to think about anything. I know what I need to do. Then Thomas grabs her by the arms. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Take your hands off her. No. And then he gets in her face 
And he tells her, Hope will never know. I am dead serious. You do not want to mess with me. And that's how Thursday ends. So that brings us in to Friday, June the 21st. The show opens at Forrester Creations with Thomas and Emma. Emma sees right through Thomas. And now I'm like, oh man, I really like Emma. (laughs) Why is she leaving? So Emma sees through Thomas. And she says, why didn't any of you go straight to Hope when you found out? What is wrong with you people? And Thomas tells her she will keep her mouth shut. So Emma's like, look, you cannot love Hope if you're willing to do this to her. And Thomas gets mad and he's like, I do love her. And Emma says, no, you don't. Not if you can do this to her. She tries to leave and Thomas won't let her. Then Pam walks in and Emma seizes the opportunity and she runs out of the office, literally. Pam distracts Thomas for a second and then he runs out after Emma. And Pam clearly thinks something is up. I was yelling at my TV, run Emma, run! My husband was just looking at me like, she can't hear you. Now we head over to Brooke's house with Ridge and Hope. Hope tells Ridge that she just came from Steffi's and she was seeing the girls. This made me mad and I was thinking if Brooke heard this, she would be so pissed. So basically Ridge is talking Thomas up to Hope and he tells her that He can see happiness in her future if she will just allow it in. And he wants her to know everyone's there for her, including Thomas. And so he's saying that Thomas is mature and, you know, he's a good guy, blah, 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 whatever. And he actually tells her that he knows she's meant to be with Thomas and Douglas. WTF. What? Are you saying? And I'm thinking in my head, where the hell is Brooke? Okay, emergency in the living room. We need Brooke. I just couldn't believe that. I was surprised. I probably shouldn't have been because that is his son. Now we head over to Forrester with Zoe and Xander. Zoe is so upset and she's freaking out that Emma found out. And Xander thinks it's probably for the best because Hope deserves to know. Xander actually doesn't agree that Zoe should have called Thomas. He thinks that probably was a mistake. Zoe actually says, okay, she is so ridiculous. She actually says, maybe Thomas will get through to Emma because if he doesn't, he'll never have a chance with Hope. Really? Really? That's what you're thinking about, you stupid... Xander yells, Seriously? Why the hell should I care that Thomas gets his happily ever after? He's a complete jerk. And then, of course, Zoe's like, Oh, it's best for everyone. Then she says she's praying that Thomas gets to Emma first before Hope does. Really? Really? 
And then she has the nerve to actually call Hope on the phone to see if Emma's there. Of course she's not. And Zoe's all relieved. And I'm like, what a biatch. Then, back at the cabin, like, we haven't been tortured enough. We have to sit through a montage, and I immediately thought of Chelsea. We have to sit through a montage of Hope and Liam's relationship. Their ups, their downs, losing the baby, etc., etc. While Hope cries. Like, really? Can you just stop the torture? Thanks. Now... We see Emma, and she's in her car driving to Hope's, we assume. And Psycho Thomas is right behind her on her bumper. She's And she's really scared. She's going too fast. And at the same time, she has her phone, and she keeps looking at it. And I'm like, Emma, haven't you learned... You don't text and drive. So, come on, Emma. So, then, it's a little fuzzy for me. I, Ken mentioned that she sent a text. I wasn't sure if she actually sent the text or not. She did have her phone and she was texting and I wasn't sure if she sent it or not. But then, I hope she did. So, then it's a little unclear. I don't know for sure if Thomas bumped her car. I feel like he bumped the back of her car and she just lost control of her car because she was going too fast. I'm not positive that he bumped her car, but either way, she loses control of the car and she goes off the side of the road. And there's a large drop-off and it's down like a big hill or cliff. And her car falls all the way down. And we see Emma is very, very hurt and bleeding. And then she passes out or dies. They don't make it completely clear. I think she dies, though. And then we see Thomas get out of his car and look down the side of the road. He looks down and he sees the damage. And he has a big, evil grin, like a really weird, evil, creepy grin on his face. Like, he's so proud of himself because he just ran Emma off the road. Like, you just killed a beautiful young lady. Thank you so much. Like, bravo to you, dude. Yeah, bravo. Because he just looks so proud of himself. And... It is ridiculous. Poor Emma. It's so sad. And that's how Friday ends. So that brings us to the end of the week. Let's break this down and analyze it. Bill, Katie, Liam, and Steffi. I totally understand Katie and Liam being a little uncomfortable around Steffi and Bill. I mean, considering what they did. I am not surprised that Liam forgave Bill. I knew he would eventually. Come on, y'all. It's Liam. But I personally would have had a very hard time getting over what Bill and Steffi did. I would truly try to forgive them, but I definitely would not want to hang out with them. 
Let's talk about flow for a second because I'm done with flow. I'm done feeling sorry for her and she deserves what she gets. Same goes for Zoe, Reese, and Thomas. I actually feel a tiny bit bad for Xander because he wants to do the right thing, but he's scared of Thomas. And he should be. After what we saw Friday, he should be very scared. We've all seen what links Thomas will go to to keep that secret. Let's talk about Ridge for a second. Ridge and Brooke. Because, in my opinion, Ridge needs to keep his trap shut. Because Brooke is right. Hope needs time. Stop telling her to do something that she's not ready for, Ridge. And not to mention, if Brooke heard this conversation, she would be very upset. Very upset. Because she told Ridge she didn't think Thomas's attachment to Hope was very healthy. She thought it was unhealthy. And she would be mad that Ridge is pushing Thomas's agenda. And he better watch it because I don't want this to break them up. Okay? I don't want this whole thing to break Ridge and Brooke up. Now, Liam. I wish Liam would listen to his inner voice. Right? And follow his gut instincts. He clearly knows Thomas is bad. He feels it. Like he just knows in his gut that Thomas is bad. He has bad intentions and he's up to no good. Why doesn't he do something about it? That is what is annoying me. Come on, Liam. Do something about it. If if anyone would just do a little bit of digging, they would uncover a lot of lies. Okay? They would uncover a lot of things. You know, it wouldn't take that much to put the puzzle together. It really wouldn't, Liam. Last but not least, Emma. Poor sweet Emma. She did not deserve Thomas's wrath. And I so hope that he gets found out soon. I'm very sad that Emma had to pay for Zoe and Reese and Flo's lie. I'm upset that Emma had to deal with this was it's really a horrible situation and it's sad that she was put in the middle of it and you know thomas cannot really think like does he really think he can do all of these things and just get away with them doesn't he think that someone's gonna realize he's the last person that saw her like i don't know pam xander and zoe are gonna totally think he did it and one more thing, okay, because I am sad about Emma. Rest in peace, Emma. But one more thing. I was livid when Zoe called Thomas to tell him that Emma knows. I was livid about it. Sorry for my voice, guys. I'm, I'm losing my voice. It's getting really scratchy. But I was livid, okay? Not only have you put Emma in a position that is completely unfair, 
Now you have called the henchmen, all right? You've called your henchmen, basically, right? And you've now told him that she knows. So what did they think Thomas was going to do, right? I was just very angry that Zoe called Thomas. I thought that that was just, wow. Zoe proved today that she cares about one thing and one thing only herself and her dad not going to jail that's the only thing that she cares about is keeping herself and her dad out of jail only thing she doesn't care about anybody else she doesn't care about anything else if it was up to zoe she would throw Flo under the bus in a heartbeat if she knew it would keep her and her dad out of prison and that brings us to the end of the episode i hope you guys enjoyed it i also hope y'all have a really great week and weekend if you want to send me a message or you want to write a comment prediction feedback or if you want to be on the podcast please get in touch with me at the bold and beautiful podcast.com you can email me at amanda at theboldandbeautifulpodcast.com. If you listen on iTunes, please give me a five-star rating. It helps the podcast to be seen by more people, and it helps on the business end. I love to hear from you guys. Thank you again, Ken, for your message. I'll be back in your ears next week. Until then, bye guys.